Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Everyone's in a cult these days. That is the premise of today's Walking with the Archetypes episode. So over these last three days, I've covered the archetype of the apocalypse as a process of revelation and culture. I have covered the three players of the culture wars, and yesterday I covered the breakdown of the postmodern frame of consciousness as the leading edge of humanity's evolution, and all of the fallout that we're seeing from that. We're seeing how the most progressive radicals of culture are turning into members of the woke cult that demand that you pray and worship the cancel god. The cancel god seems to be some strange hybrid of a pagan god that you need to offer human sacrifices to and some kind of Christian inquisition that demands witch hunts and burning sinners on the pyre. So that doesn't leave wokeism with a lot of virtue. It is a cult and the price we pay for not being true to the tenets of that cult is basically that we are erased, we are cancelled and that's, that's the whole idea. But on the other side of the spectrum you have a different cult and that's Q, the QAnon cult, which is this bizarre phenomenon that I'm sure you're familiar with. Of course, it spread throughout the world as it got connected with Trump's presidency. This idea that you have an elite that um, eats babies and harvests adenochrome from their bodies to stay forever young and worship Satan. Now, that is also rather cult-like. But I do not see evidence of leaving Q being punished in the same way as leaving the woke cult. So is Q less of a cult than wokeism? Yeah, I'm not sure, but it certainly doesn't tick that box. But anyway, it's a cult. Clearly it's a cult. And then the mainstream is a cult. The mainstream, especially in the United States, North, North America is being indoctrinated by corrupt media that seems to get its marching orders from the CIA and the FBI, the deep state. And we are being lied to again and again and again. And if you question this, then it's time to wake up, man. It's time for you to start following neutral sources such as Glenn Greenwald, who is just a fantastic journalist. You can find him on Substack. You can start following The Hill, which is a slightly more mainstream news outlet, but they're great, man. Watch Rising with uh, Crystal and Sagar on The Hill. I think they lean just slightly left, but they're excellent. They are absolutely on it when they are exposing the lies of New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, CNN, The Atlantic, so on and so forth. Basically, the mainstream these days is a place of deep indoctrination and... In order to have any contact with reality whatsoever, we need to start seeking somewhat alternative news sources. 
But how do we do that without plunging into either the woke hole or the Q hole? Well, that's that's one of the challenges that we have, right? But anyway, without actually paying a lot of attention to our own sense-making process, we are going to default in this day and age to being in a cult-like frame of consciousness. Now, what the fuck is happening here? Well, I'm not going to say that I have a clear answer to that. I think it has something to do with the death of God. As Nietzsche famously pointed out, that God is dead, and so we don't have anything to believe in anymore. There is no orienting principle in culture of ordering, and so gradually everything is turning towards chaos. But I also think it is related to the fact that this archetype of apocalypse is constellating in our culture. And in that process of revelation, the thonic forces of the underworld, which is to say archetypal energy and elemental forces, they're coming up and taking over our psyches. This is why so many psyches are overheating these days. And, and because of this, because of this influx of archetypal energy in the more day-to-day -day reality of people, if we haven't individuated strongly already through doing powerful work in our lives, we will be taken over by these archetypal energies. And so that's when the cult-like consciousness constellates in us as individuals. I was watching a video earlier today with Viktor Frankl. Beautiful, powerful, inspiring man who was in the concentration camps of Nazi Germany. His parents died there, his sibling brother died there, his wife died there. But he somehow managed to survive because he had his eye on purpose. That how, how can I turn even this level of darkness and despair into a purposeful experience for myself? And so he wrote Man's Search for Meaning as a result and became very famous for that. Very inspiring man. And I was, I was watching the speech where he was uh, impassionately addressing, I believe, people of Vienna. And he was talking about the insanity of collective guilt. That th there is no such thing as collective guilt. That you can only take responsibility for what you have done. And the only outcome of collective guilt, demanding that people carry collective guilt, the only potential outcome from that is to drive people straight back into the very place that they came from, which was this Nazi philosophy. And so his argument was that basically when you see mass movements where you are being indoctrinated into thinking a certain kind of way, which is cult-like, and which is also what Jung saw in, uh, in pre-Second World War Germany, then evil will start to emerge because evil is a collective archetypal phenomenon. So you could say then that Viktor Frankl is warning us against becoming a member of a cult of a mass movement of people that are indoctrinated into an insane belief system that actually motivates them to do horrific, destructive things. And this is what wokeness is doing. Earlier today, I saw a report of a professor, a language professor at an American university that was pridefully sharing their fantasies of gassing white people, of putting them in a room and gassing them. And that was supposed to make the world better. 
What is that? It's insanity. And it's exactly what happened in the Second World War concentration camps. And how is it that a self-proclaimed wokester, a social justice activist, can now pridefully share the very same instincts for genocide that we saw in Nazi Germany? It's because it's not about your surface beliefs, it's because it's about patterns. These are archetypal patterns that play out in collectives. And if we aren't real careful now, COVID-19 is going to turn into the same thing in the mainstream, where people that aren't vaccinated are going to be put into camps where people who aren't vaccinated are going to become second-class citizens because the mainstream has turned into a cult. This is the level of challenge that doesn't happen very often. We saw it back during the Second World War, and now we're seeing it again because we are in the breakdown of a paradigm, the breakdown of the postmodern paradigm. And so we're seeing utter insanity explode in the world, utter insanity. How can anyone believe that genocide is virtuous? Where, how did we get to that point? How did we get to the point where a white person thinks it's a good idea to commit genocide against his own people? How much collective guilt have you taken on in order to give rise to that belief system? Now, I don't actually know if this professor is white or black or whatever, but I would just assume he's white. Because typically the most insane statements come from white people, privileged white people that are so guilty for their privilege that they just hate themselves to, to the max. And so they just, want, they just want to destroy things themselves, their own culture, and people who look like them. Super virtuous, right? Super virtuous. So that's where we're at. Whether you're radicalized to the left, you're in a cult of wokeism. You can be radicalized to the right, which I question if it's actually on the right exactly cue. Is it truly hard right or is it some new strange phenomenon? It may be hard right. I mean, they're certainly nationalists. They're certainly Christians, they're certainly conservative in, in many of their beliefs. But Q only emerged, I believe, as a result of the removal of the repression barrier between the unconscious and the conscious. And who actually made that happen? Well, it was the postmodernists. So Q, I would say, is a result of postmodern philosophy. I would also say that Trump is a result of postmodern philosophy because obviously Trump was fairly flexible with the truth and his subjectivity was what was important, which is exactly what the postmodern belief system is. And so I think part of this is very interesting and material for another podcast episode, how, how Trump and QAnon is a symptom of the postmodern frame of consciousness. I'm still working on this. I'm not quite clear on whether that I can stand by that. But anyway, if you're on the left with Wokesters, or if you're on the right with QAnon, both of them bonkers, obviously, or if you're in the cult of the mainstream, where you may soon be required to think of non-vaccinated people as second-class citizens, well, you're in a cult either way. You're in a cult either way. If people don't believe what you believe, then you see them as non-individuals, you see them as the enemy, so on and so forth.
So almost everyone is in a cult. I'm going to go back on the title of the podcast. Everyone's in a cult. It's not quite everyone. Everyone who started their process of individuation will have the capacity to stay out of the clutches of these dangerous mass movements and culture. And I'm seeing that there is a critical mass of people building that have the requisite level of wakefulness to actually not be taken by these cult-like movements. Are you one of them? I hope so. I hope so. Because one of the worst things that I see is beautiful, bright, intelligent people because they don't have access to adequate sense-making. They fall down into these dark places of conspiracy theories and cult-like ways of seeing the world. To some people, what I'm saying now is complete conspiracy theory. But see, it isn't. None of this is conspiratorial because I have been attacking conspiracy theories for many years. I have created videos on, on YouTube where I dismantle conspiratorial thinking. Only reason why I'm saying these things is that I've done the requisite research. There is no conspiracy behind what I'm saying. Everything that I'm saying can be backed up by actual facts when you have the right sense-making sources. As I said, Glenn Greenwald, The Hill, is a great place to go. Of course, you can question them as well. I don't. They're not perfect, but every time I check their data, it checks out as true. When I check out the data of the mainstream, the cult-like mainstream media, their data doesn't check out as true. They're liars. They're liars and they're working on instructions, most likely from the CIA and the FBI. They're peddling a narrative that makes it easier for the deep state to become even more tyrannical than they already are. So, yeah, maybe that's conspiratorial. All of the data checks out. So I'd say pretty much everyone is in a cult these days. The only way out is good sense-making and doing the requisite work of individuation, doing what is required to reclaim your inner throne. And that requires so many of the principles that we've talked about on this podcast so far. Bridging the lover and the warrior doing the shadow work uh, with a magician and finding that connection to the divine and that inner sense of peace and harmony by connecting with the sovereign. So let's end it there for now. Uh, don't, don't be in a cult. <laughs> like, like, really, don't be in a cult. It's no fun because no matter what you do, you end up having your psyche just fucking fried and you're going to be miserable like hell. So don't be in a cult, rather get out in nature like I am and enjoy it. Start to connect with something that is grounding and beautiful. Start believing that there is hope for humanity because I believe there is. Thank you birds. I think you can hear the birds. They've been accompanying me for this whole episode today. They sound so happy. They have nothing to worry about, right? Well, maybe we don't either. When we do what we know is right, I think we'll be fine. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.